So we need to do Mrs. Doubtfire. Yes. I would do Mrs. I Doubtfire. Well, oh, that sounded horrible. So I, should, I shouldn't have said oh, who that. Who would? But... <laughs> Minx. That's, that's going in the intro right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't, don't put my Doubtfire in there. Uh, I am a spot on impressionist, guys. You have no idea. (laughs) I feel like I need a cigarette now. I mean, like, what is happening? (laughs) That's right. Right. Penises are yucky and stuff now, so... Write <laughs> <laughs> that down. <laughs> uh, yeah. rip. Nathan, everything I'm taking down tonight for B-roll is you know, <laughs> tonight. Welcome back, everybody. This is Mark 43 of the Super Civil Servants Podcast. My name is Greg, and nobody likes my man cave. I sent a picture of my man cave to all of y'all the other day, and not one person responded. We just kept going with the conversation. <laughs> nothing, right, like nothing happened. So I'm Nathan, how did you like my man cave? I saw it, and I don't even know what happened. I just wrapped it up in the conversation. It flew right by. I'm going I'm to send you a virtual like right now. Chris, why didn't you like my man cave? D- dude, have you seen sometimes that you guys go on and on and on, and then like, Six hours later, I was scrolling through all that. My gosh, whoo! You guys talk about stuff. I gotta go find it. When did you post it? <laughs> uh, sometime yesterday. I can't remember. It's not done yet. It was just a work I did for the work I did for the day. I oh, do man. remember it was hero side, sports side. So That's what? Right. I looked at it. That's right. right. See, that makes it even worse. You looked at it, and you didn't even like it. Oh, I'm hurt, man. There it hurt. Is. Oh, I, how did I totally miss this? <laughs> Travis, right. man, why didn't you like my man cave? I. I thought I did. Nope. <laughs> no one did. No. Oh, so hurtful. So hurtful. I'm yeah. Actually, in, no, in, in my Panther. defense, yeah. I, I seen your man cave when you were doing your C3 uh, Panthers video podcast. Uh-huh. I also I also watch you wear the Stormtrooper helmet, so I got a special okay. look inside Greg's life. Nice. Uh, you know what? You get a pass then. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Nice right, placement cool. of the new Stormtrooper helmet. Very yeah. good. Oh, man, I, I rocked it out hard the other day on the, the C3 show. It was pretty fun. Mm-hmm. I liked it. But, uh, we're going to have Katie joining us in a little while. Uh, we're going to talk about something that she hasn't seen yet, so she's going to hop on hopefully right after we get done with this. Uh, so let's go ahead and get going for the night. And I think, Travis, you were the one who I think was initially like pushing this the most for us to talk about this movie and see this movie, made it happen. Talk about Red Sun. Uh, not much that is not known to people. It was released a few weeks ago, and is based mm-hmm. on a graphic novel that is very well done. I enjoyed it. My, I'm going to be honest with you, though. I enjoyed the ending to this uh, movie more than I did the ending to the book, which yeah. is a rare thing. The more people I talk to enjoyed the ending of the book. But yeah. uh, I just think this is very well done. Great adaptation. It's hard to, hard to adapt it all and give it all like give all the elements the time it's needed in the short amount of time this movie has. But I think the overall tone of the story and the characters, I think they nailed it. Uh, Superman, Wonder Woman, Batman, they all get to do. There's a nice green, nice little Green Lantern spot in this story. Mm-hmm. Uh, Guy Gardner sucks. He sucks in every iteration, including <laughs> <Hey>. this one. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> 
but uh, no, I, I just thought it was great across the board, Greg. Uh, I'm glad that I waited for it because I don't think I would have been able to uh, watch it and not talk to you guys about it leading up to this. So I'm glad I waited to watch it. Nice. Uh, I thought that Superman was very well done and you still get the core of the character even if he landed in the Soviet Union. Yeah. Anybody else? Who's next? Who wants it? Uh, I would just like to say, first of all, Travis didn't have to push me into Red Sun because I sure. like him and am an animated uh, film watcher and was waiting for this Sun B to come out. And I've never read the story of Red Sun, but I thought this movie was pretty damn good. Pretty damn good. I, I, I like the story they told. Uh, like I said, I like, I like what Travis said. He's right because they did get the core characters, even when they're not in their right places, the, the same kind of things seem to happen to them and set them up to be the same people. You know what I mean? Like, uh, like Batman, you know, loses, he's always going to lose his parents. Just always fuck. Just never going to stop. It doesn't matter what planet, what earth, what die. He's just always losing his parents. And it's going to force him into Batman. Uh, Superman. I really did like this iteration, but I'd like, you said, even, even when he was doing dick things, like it was still felt like Superman to me, even like when he burned a hole right through, uh, Stalin, you know, like it still kind of felt Superman to me. I'm like, yeah, yeah, roast that asshole. And that's <laughs> something that's, I mean, that's not something you usually think, you know, when you're Superman, but it was, it was still him. Um, I liked the use of Wonder Woman in it. Uh, I've got a couple qualms and quibbles, but nothing to like diminish my enjoyment of it. And a couple of things I scratched my head, but I, we're in a world where aliens and superheroes and everything else come, so I just got to let it go. I heard. But uh, overall, I really enjoyed it. Okay. Chris, overall, man, before we get dive into it, yeah. what do you think? I, th- I thought it was good. It's it's probably in the last, you know, I thought Death and Su- Death and Return of Superman was good. I think this is, it does step above uh, that. I like the story. I like, I like the adaptation. It's not a direct page, page to screen. I like some of the changes they did. Uh, a few things I m- missed from the, the novel, but all in all, Good were definitely in my top top ones for DC animated. Okay, yeah, uh, I'm 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 in agreement with all y'all. I really enjoyed it. I just watched it probably an hour and a half, two hours ago. Finished it right for the podcast. It's fresh in my mind. Uh, every DC animated movie I've seen so far, I've really enjoyed. This one, um, it's pretty cool. I'm like DC Nathan. I've never the animated box office. That's they all do. Say. They do. 100. Uh, percent I'm I'm like you, Nathan. Though I've never seen. Uh, I've never read the book. Uh, I, I know, I know the should. story. I know of it. It's yeah, I want well. to. Very good. I've got it on my shelf, and I still haven't read it because that's just yeah. I'm, I'm a failure in life, guys. I'm there a are a lot. Like I reread it this morning. There were mm-hmm. so many Easter eggs I forgot that they throw in that book. It's not even okay. funny. Well, the, yeah. there were a couple of cool things that I noticed too, man. Um, I want to point out, but you know, one thing is, is I guess I kind of looked at Superman in this story as like almost like Homelander, but not so Homelander. You know, that's true. he's okay. like dying. Yeah, but, so, not not Homelander, but if he was, if he was more no, evil than no, good, but not all the bite. Uh, do what? <laughs> no. uh, anyway, um, but yeah, I I didn't notice. I mean, obviously, I haven't read the book, so I didn't notice a lot of uh, you know, Easter eggs from the book in it. But I did see some really cool things that I thought were cool that I've noticed in movies, like uh, you know, it opened up in the field, which was pretty cool. Um, I thought when the satellite was coming down from the sky and Superman saved him whenever the um. Russian side was getting Metropolis, and he said that it looked a lot like uh, the Zod and Superman fight, and them flying through the air, you know, getting 
push through the air and that fight looked pretty cool. There were a lot of really cool things like that I saw about it. Um, Superior Man was an interesting character. Uh, I'm not sure if he's from the comic or not. Yes, like I said. Okay, cool. But more, Um, but he, but he is portrayed more Bizarro than uh, he is Bizarro. You could by the end that's what they were going for. Yeah, but in the in the comic, he is pretty much Bizarro, just more monster looking than Bizarro. Okay, okay. Um, one thing I want to know that I know you're telling us, Travis, you said that the it was different from the ending of the book, and you liked it. What was it? What was the difference? Uh, they basically made it into like a continue, uh, like they sent off their kid to uh, basically make go put Superman on Earth. So it's kind of like a full circle thing. Whereas I like this one where Superman gets the brain actually rid of it. People think he's dead, but he's actually back on Earth, basically taking up the the mantle of Clark Kent. It kind of looks like that's what it alluded to to me anyway. At the end of yeah, the movie, right. he, that's how I took it. Yeah, he's there in the in the crowd, and I kind of enjoy that a bit more than what they did with the end of the graphic novel. Chris can touch a bit more on it because he read it pretty recently. It's been a little mm-hmm. while since since I've read it. So yeah, they, uh, they definitely do that in the book, the little tip of the hat because Lois does see him out there at that point. Yeah. Um, so they do the tip of the hat, but yeah, it's a weird kind of kind of mind trippy time loop, exactly right, yeah. where like eventually one of the descendants. Like Earth basically, quote unquote, become is Krypton. It eventually becomes that. And Jor-El is a great, 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 great descendant of Lex Luthor, and they hope that sending Kal-el back in time, they'll land some. It'll land not hopefully in the Soviet Union and change the course of history. Hmm. So it's kind of it's kind of mind trippy, but yes, I think that's very hard to portray in a quote unquote mainstream animated film. So. I like this ending for what they were trying to go for. I think I think it was the appropriate ending. Okay. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I, I don't. I didn't have anything to compare it to. I liked the ending, um, and I was actually wondering whenever I watched it if it was the way the book ended because I, I knew there were going to be some liberties they took with the movie that were not in the book or vice versa. Um, but you were talking about Easter eggs too, man. What, what were some Easter eggs? Well, I was t- I was talking about it in the book per- okay. primarily at that point. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like you said, with the um, you, know, you got Guy Gardner. Um, I just I think I love I've always loved Elseworld tales in general, just mm-hmm. because it's just cool seeing what besides the obvious Superman landing twelve hours you know difference in Soviet Union, but just how these characters are portrayed, and Lex Luthor is a big difference I think in the book is that in the book he's more he's more villainous than he's portrayed here. I did not get, I mean, I got a little bit, but I did not get the full-on Luther being a villain in this, as it is in the Neither book. Neither did I. Right. Same, Chris. The only th- villainous thing I found him to do more than anything was iron Batman with those. Uh, yes. Yeah. Obviously Superior Man as well, but yeah, was, uh, you know what pretty... I mean? Creating Superior Man just to send him to his death just to put a spark of fear in him. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of evil dickish. Now, I gotta ask you all one thing: If you guys picked up on this in the in the animated movie here, did you guys did you guys catch a, a certain voice actor that was in the Justice League and Justice League? Phil Lamar, uh, yeah, John Stewart. Bing, Phil bing, Lamar, bing. baby. Mm. Yep. Big bang. That, that is such a distinctive voice. I like looked at. Oh, I know that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Same, Chris. I was like, oh, okay. Me too. 
And as soon as I saw who the voice was coming out of, I was like, oh, that's that's fucking perfect. Let's do that. Let's do that more often because he needs to be around more. That is that is like the Green Lantern I grew up with. Like, that's my Green Lantern. Same, same. So I want to ask, uh, the, uh, was the Green Lantern was part of the novel, graphic novel too? Yes. Okay. Yeah, there was a lot. They, they had a whole kind of scene in which they fleshed out Hal Jordan in this universe. Okay, can we talk okay. about how somehow Luthor uh, back-engineered an entire, not just one lantern, he, he took one lantern <laughs> ring, somehow back-engineered it, there you go, and then I'll multiplied it and made a fleet of lanterns on Earth. What is the, well, What are they powered by? Where's the, well, where, well, how about, the isn't, the, it, Come isn't, the, isn't the ring supposed to find a new, uh, new yes. the ring's supposed yes. to find a new person, and it never did, so that's a whole different ballgame going on with the lanterns. Uh. Yeah. Well, what I want to know is, okay, there's a couple things happening? about the lanterns. Is is okay. one they had they had Superman trapped in that in that in that cage, I right? I love and the they way were... they use teamwork. I yeah. could tell they yeah. were a military squad. Mm-hmm. That was cool. That was and, fucking really well done. Yeah. And, and they were crushing him. They were crushing him. They were just about and then and the Diana thing came. Then Diana left, right? Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't you just do the exact same thing? Like, why would you? Why would you not just immediately, as soon as Diana leaves, do the exact same thing you did? You were just about to beat him. And two. After that battle, what the hell happens to the Green Lantern? Like, where, where uh, do they go? They they're still around, I guess, being uh, the new Earth Force or some shit. I guess. I, I mean, I don't, I don't think all them guys are dead. I think no, they just Marine, got a splash. They're the Marine Corps of uh, Marine Corps Green Lanterns, so it's the new branch of the our military, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know. It was. Good. I mean, you know, I'm not. Well, I mean, they. I mean, they basically portray. I mean, we know Luther's a. One of the, if not the smartest person next to a brainiac at that point, you know, I know we'll get to brainiac in a second, but you know, it's very, you just got a headcanon away. Like, well, of course, this is the man that everyone goes to every single president. He basically, he is the Illuminati. He is the one. And then he eventually becomes the president, you know? Yeah. It's very it's really easy clear. to, it's very easy Sorry, to tell. No, you're good. Uh, I'll just say it's really easy to, to, to tell that Lex Luthor, if Superman's not basically in the same area as him, he will he will be able to accomplish a lot more than just worrying about Superman. That's what it seemed like to me. He like his mind was used a for a lot more than having to worry about Superman overshadowing him and being when Superman's like, the back burner and not the forefront. Yes, there, that's exact. That's a perfect way to put it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Well, I think they I even mentioned. What didn't Lois even say that he's right. always ten steps ahead of you? I mean, Lois is definitely portrayed differently in this one. Um, I, I don't know. Is it close to her character in the comics? Mm, she's more prominently featured in the sense of like her in this one. And I, and I hate always comparing because I think it's a good a good film. So it's not bad at all like, what, why they dropped it. But her and Lex are very much like Lex becomes so obsessed that he basically puts their marriage on hiatus. Like he makes a special call to her saying, Hey, just want to let you know the next few, pretty much until, until further notice our marriage is on hold. Cause I'm devoting myself to taking down Superman. Like it's a very contentious kind of stuff, but I do not get that from this film and that's okay. Um, it, 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 it's just a different look at that point, but she, she's very much, she just, rolls her eyes at Lex and just along I, for the ride. I, I got a Sheesh. great comparison. Sorry, I want to interject real quick. Sorry, 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 sorry. You know how uh, when Man of Steel people complained about all the carnage, you know, the destruction of the death and shit in there, so in BBS, there's three different times where they tell how the fucking island is 
empty or whatever. There, there's no people there. They've gone home and whatever. And everybody goes, okay, yeah. we get it. Same thing. That's my lowest comparison. Same she, goddamn thing. It's okay. overcompensating. Stop okay. it. She, she has a much bigger role in the comics, too. She forges an alliance with the Amazons with, yep. with Wonder Woman, who's pretty pissed off at Superman after the events that happened with she Batman. So uh, she that's be. another big thing. She basically uses all the stuff that Lex has stockpiled, including Green Lantern Corps, uh, I want to say Atomic Skull and Doomsday and mm-hmm. like yep. Super- Atomic Superman. Skull. Ooh, yeah. And, and it's, it's pretty intense. It, it's such a great little, I would call it a mini war, would be my halfway description of it. Uh, I like Diana actually busting the fucking lasso of truth. Like, whoa. Like, you know, it's like she just hulked out of that thing and then her hair went all white and shit. I was like, whoa, that is... I wasn't I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. Diana was uh, was an interesting character this one. Like I said, I not reading the book, I, I, I knew it was a situation where Superman landed in... Um, you know, Russia, and he was a, basically a Soviet Superman. But I didn't really know much more other than that. And I was like, oh, it sounds like a cool story. So it, to me, it was it was almost like Superman was going to be straight up evil. You know, because I guess just in my mind, that's the way media portray. You know, made me think about whenever you put Russia against America in, in a thing that's evil. And I guess it is in that way, kind of portrayed as evil. But he's not completely evil. Well, so that, so the whole Diana time, aspect Stalin of it was, was ruling. So I mean, I get Do why what? you're. Why you, I said at that time, like when Stalin, you know, Stalin was in charge and shit. Like I get why yeah. your mind automatically thinks that he would be. I thought the same thing. I agree. It's not ever yeah. reading. I thought automatically he was just going to be a tyrant. Okay. Yeah, but but I mean, it was just weird. And then see, I guess when I first saw her kind of on his side, it was like, okay, so this is really portrayed as him not necessarily <laughs> being a bad guy, but being a bad guy, and not being a bad guy enough where she would be against him. Well. At least in the beginning. So, but I don't know, man. It, it was it was a crazy interpretation of the characters, and I'm like Chris. I like Elseworld stories. It's cool to see different <laughs> ideas with different uh, different characters we love. Uh, I like the comparison that uh, that who was it that made was it Lois that made the comparison to Superman and Brainiac, like that they he wanted to keep everything perfectly preserved like Candor or whatever. Like that was, I, I thought that was yeah. really well done. It's a way to like slap him in the face, like to, not, to snap him out. I was, I was like, that's. Per-. I didn't see, I didn't see that coming. And I thought that was perfect. I thought that was really, really well done to, you know what I'm saying? Get him to snap out of it, or not snap out of it, but be, you know what I'm saying? Just be, be not the guy. Su- be not yeah. Superman. Yeah. Oh, but uh, I don't know, man. You got any kind of closing thoughts? Anything else you wanted to point out about um? Red Sun. I like yeah. how his suit kept evolving over year over the years and time. Like his Superman suit kept cool. changing a little bit every time. Whether it be a time jump, I thought that was cool. He didn't just stay in the same thing. It, it evolved where he didn't have the trunks, and then it had like higher collars, and then eventually the cape went away or got shot. I don't know. I remember just I just like how his suit evolved. I also want to yeah. give some credit to uh, Diedrich Bader, who normally voices Batman in Batman mm-hmm. Brave and Bold and Harley Quinn uh, show. Uh, he is actually Lex Luthor in this, and I think he does a pretty darn good job. Yeah, and absolutely. He has, some, he has some serious voice acting chops, that's for sure. Did you guys like how Luthor's hair started out all Jesse Eisenberg, and then eventually <laughs> he became bald Luthor? 
Yep. <laughs> yep. Age, man. Do it too. But uh, I also liked Smallfield's way of he lasted during like a accident oh. and could never grow yep. it back. I kind of like. I kind of like. I'm not open to any interpretation of it. Like he doesn't. Like I prefer him to be bald, but like I'll live if he got hair. Like in BBS, like I'll survive. You know, it's you an interesting. Oh, go ahead. No, no, say what you I was just going to say, but was, I thought that at first, when I first saw that, it was going to be Lionel Luther with his hair like that, but then it didn't go that way. It, it's an interesting that they keep kind of the message of the movie from the book as well, that what if like, <clears throat> Luther's big thing is we don't need you. We, you, the humanity will still press on and be better if whether you're here or not. And that's the whole point of the book. And that's also the, the point at the end of the movie, like, he were able to overcome stuff. We don't, you know, it's not the thing we don't need as Superman. It's just like, if you were gone, we can press on. Uh, um, yeah, man. Very, <laughs> I get what you said. Very well said. Uh, <laughs> I don't really know how to answer you that. Cause I didn't mean to mic drop you on that. Yeah, one. Like, <laughs> that's right. He just, he just dropped it and walked out. <laughs> um, but, uh, like the movie. I think we all get we're given Raven reviews. Yes. Um, I will watch it again. It will be in my repertoire. Well, yeah, this now, is definitely here, here, here's a quick follow up. I mean what's your right now, if you had to pick your favorite DC animated right now, what would it be? Ooh. Flashpoint uh, Paradox. Okay. I like Bad Blood. Bad Blood's awesome. Yeah, I like Bad Blood a lot. Under Red Hood. Mm-hmm. That's my number yeah. two. Uh, mine will be uh, Dark Knight Returns. That's another one. I was debating between the three: Flashpoint, Dark Knight Returns, and Red Hood. You guys know what I like to do, and I know it's not the same and it doesn't go that way. But I like to watch Year One and then Red Hood and then the Dark Knight Returns as like a trilogy. Ooh, look at that! I like that. I'm gonna I mean, it's, that. I know it's only my own head cannon, but it all works: beginning of career, middle of career, end of career. You know, have to try that. I didn't know where you were going with it when you were like, you guys know what I like to do? <laughs> like, <laughs> you could have said anything after that. I was like, oh, what's going to say? And he <laughs> has. And I have. <laughs> but yeah, man. Um, <laughs> all right. Chase the squirrel cut. Let me go ahead and add Katie in here. All right. Uh, you better press pause. Mm. Write your time down. Cut all this shit out. Wayne's World. I got that reference. Good job, Chris. Thanks for not letting me down. I dressed up as Wayne from Wayne's World for a Halloween before. Nice. It was nice. excellent. Now, <laughs> did you have a Garth? Yes, I did. My One of my best buddies was Garth, and nice. we got a lot of free beer that night from people just nice. wanting to buy beer for Wayne and Garth. Nice. <laughs> Too bad it only works at like at one time of the year where that happens, you know. That's a, lot better, that's a lot better than dressing up as a as a character from Trailer Park Boys who just wears a belly shirt and you're down in October 31st weather trying to get a cab at 4 a.m. and no one's looking anywhere so you're not having to walk home two kilometers. Okay, one point, one point something miles for you. Just American say a listeners. mile and a half. Just say a mile and a half. <laughs> Do I want to know what I walked into just now? No. Yeah. Welcome back, Katie. Hi. Hi. Hello, boys. We were Welcome chasing back. squirrel until you got here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How goes it? It goes Great. well. Yeah, well, welcome back, Katie. Uh, how How's you up? feeling? I'm feeling better. Yeah? Still not great, but there, feeling right? better. Welcome back. Welcome back. 
Thank you. You've been under the weather, but not uh, not in the in the bad kind of way you want to be. You can be under the weather right now, which is a good thing. That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. Similar upper respiratory infection issue, but no no fever, thankfully. There you go. That's what we're looking for. So we are still five for five of not being infected. Katie's, ba- Katie's basically Wonder Woman went on a yeah. cruise, never got a virus. So that's, that's <laughs> pretty much what I think, anyway. Yeah, yeah. I get I get this every year around this time, so I'm like, ah, this oh, is poor story. timing. Yeah. yeah, well, it's that time of year. Like you know, I had a terrible headache today and I felt horrible this morning, but I think it's just just the the uh, allergies that time of year. I think <clears throat> it's terrible around these yeah. parts. I always, it never fails. I get bronchitis around daylight savings time, both in the spring and in the fall. No. Ain't nobody got time for that. (laughs) No, because it's been three weeks and I'm still coughing. Yeah. Let's see. All right, well, check it out. If y'all ready to go, uh, we have a whole new thing coming out tonight. Uh, It's going to be round one of Star Wars. Uh, Jeopardy. You want to do it? Nerf herders. Oh, Ready right. to fun. All right. Hold on one second. Let me uh, let me get this thing here going, and then we'll uh, we'll get this part of this segment of this year show going. Don't know what I'm talking team, about. Team so. Discovery Channel. Mm-hmm. Yep. Team Discovery mm-hmm. Channel. So we have our first ever Star Wars Jeopardy episode. This is going to be round one. Five top or five categories. Five questions each. It's going to work just like Jeopardy, but we're doing it in teams tonight. And we have our teams of Katie and Chris, and y'all are the uh, scruffy nerf herders. Scruffy nerf herders. There we go. All right. And then we have the team of... (laughs) I want to change your name. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) You guys got sound effects and everything. (laughs) All right. You're going to change your name? All right. Yeah. Uh, then you can introduce yourselves. All right. Nathan, Nathan came up with this. We're Team okay. Cheech and Chan. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. Uh... <laughs> all right. All right. All right. So here we go. So I haven't. Oh, go ahead. Hmm? Oh, I thought huh? you said something. All right. Sorry. Mm-hmm. All right. So I, bro- I did five topics. I spent, uh, spent a little while on this last night. I have a few softballs in here, and I have a few that I think are kind of difficult. I tested it out with some people, a couple of questions with some people that I thought were pretty knowledgeable in Star Wars, and they had a tough time with them, so some of them should be pretty good. Okay. But I didn't tell you all the topics because I didn't want you all to cheat and study. So, I studied. studied. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, just Star Wars and it up and study. I, uh, I, I logged into your webcam, and I took a little peek at what you had written down there. So. Oh, dude, if you logged into my webcam. <laughs> you could have just left it out and logged into your webcam and took a little peek. <laughs> got a lot of you expecting, I'm sure. But mm-hmm. um, <laughs> all right, so check it out. Here's the categories. Cate- uh, points are going to go through one through five hundred. Obviously, one being hundred being the easiest, five hundred being the most or the hardest difficult question. Uh, question just uh, categories are who said it, planets, characters, non-saga films, and uh, the anthology saga films. Where okay. are pot- potables? Potent potables. Let's have some of those categories. Wait, repeat the categories again? Categories are who said it, planets, characters, uh, non-saga films, so I guess like uh, Solo and Rogue One. Questions about that. What do you mean you guess? You made the game. I didn't guess. (laughs) (laughs) 
And then uh, anthology films or the, the saga films. Excuse me. Saga films. God, is that what you're looking for? Yeah, because you the said saga. anthology films, and I was like, wait, is it non-saga and anthology the same thing? <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> My bad. Two questions. Two questions. Two questions. One, are the team, are the people on the team allowed to discuss with each other before they give an answer? And two, are, is there any daily doubles? There are no daily doubles this round, but we're going to do oh, round next time. We, uh, <laughs> we might have to do round two next week, but there'll definitely be some daily doubles next round. Um, and as far as talking between the questions, I don't really care, but it's going to be hard to talk between each other while we're talking on here. So I would say, who like whatever team rings in, you just ring in with your name, like you know, Katie or Chris or whatever, you know. So ring in with your name, and uh, anybody on that team can answer. What if I ring in with your name? What if I go, Greg? Then you yeah, automatically that work. Okay. I was just gonna. I was just gonna say Nathan. So, <laughs> uh, so no points for uh, for missing questions. Uh, only points for getting questions. So. We don't get participation points. Oh, this is twenty twenty, like for wrong answers, right? This is twenty twenty, and I think we deserve participation points. Okay. Alex Maybe Trebek. Get Alex Trebek. Alex Trebek. Give no participation points, Nathan. None. And, and, and remember, this is a big thing for Greg. There's going to be a lot of math involved for him tonight. Mm. Yeah, before I get to it, easy numbers to add one through five hundred. The, the last time, last time he did this, we were trying to do the rankings for the MCU films. Oh, that was quite a journey. Well, that was quite the disaster. I was like half a bottle of whiskey and two. Sure, 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 sure. You look four, carry to five, seventy-two <laughs> percent. I'm like, what? Oh, you know. That's not how you do math. <laughs> That's not how you do it at all. <laughs> That's how we do math. At least there's right. no derivatives involved. So, I'm flip a coin for whoever gets to pick the first category. And uh, y'all, just whoever designates somebody on the team to call heads or tails. And then I'll, call it, Katie. I'll flip it. Okay. All right. And it's up. Tails. And it's heads. Dang it. <laughs> All right, Thank cool. God, I was I was thinking tails never fails. So right. <laughs> I always go heads, but I mean I just figure if you always pick one, then you'll win half the time. <coughs> sure. Statistically, sure. you'll win half the time. So that's sad and logic. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. um, all right, cool. Well, y'all are first, so go ahead, pick a category, pick a uh, amount. Let's go with who said it for one hundo. For a hundo. For a hundo. All right. There's always a bigger fish. Uh, oh, so Chris. Oh, damn it. Chris, good. Uh, that would be Qui Gon Jin. That would be Qui Gon Jin. So there you go. Yes, good job, Chris. Good. Oh, I'm sorry. All right, it's probably the only one I'm going to get tonight. <laughs> so I'm going to go out on all top right. of George Kitchen. Good night, everyone. Thanks, Katie. It's all yours. <laughs> it's on you now, man. I didn't know it's we up. could bring in if it was other pictures. That's what I'm saying. Like, I didn't know I got it. That's all right. That's all right. I got it down now. We're going to do this. My next one. Okay. Hold on. This. Okay. 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 Go ahead, Chris. All right. Same category. Who said it? Uh, what do you want? 200? Yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, well, if droids could think, there'd be none of us here, would there? Nathan? Uh, would that be Han Solo? No, it was not Han Solo. I think I should be using sound effects. I got nothing. Me? You got anything, Greg. Katie? Yeah. Greg, too yeah. hard of us. Obi-Wan Kenobi? 
Obi-Wan Kenobi. That is correct. Oh, wow. All right. <laughs> go ahead, Katie. Let's go same category 300. Same category 300. All right. The garbage will do. Me. Go ahead. Ray. All right. Oh, you're right. That just dawned on me. Yep. I'm trying to think. Yeah, I got it now. I I was thinking Princess Leia, so. That's what popped in my head at first. That's what popped in my head, too. I'm like, wait a minute. I'm just glad I didn't buzz you. Katie and Chris are killing it. All right. Where you at? Let's just finish the category. Go for 400. All right. Go for 400. Oh, here's a long one. All right. Every time I walk away from something, I wanted to forget. I told myself there was a, it was for a cause I believed in, a cause that was worth it. Without that, we are lost. Oh, uh, oh, oh, yes, Chris. Good. Uh, I gotta take a guess. Katie, do you know or? Um, uh, maybe. Okay, I'm gonna go with you. I'm, I'm taking guessing myself. Go with what you're feeling. I'm, I'm thinking Lando. No, not Dang. Lando. Dang it, I'm not fast enough on this sound effects button. Go ahead, anybody? Uh, read it again. Can I get it again? Yeah, yeah. It's every time I walk away from something I wanted to forget, I told myself it was for a cause that I believed in, a cause that was worth it. Without that, we are lost. Uh, Jen or so? No. Okay, that was going to be my guess, so I'm glad. Okay. <laughs> I've been close. It was Cassie and Andor. I was in the right movie then. I yes, in the right movie. All right, good. In the right movie. Yeah. All right, so we'll go ahead and finish this one now if you want to. All right. I am no Jedi. Oh, yeah, Chris. Good. Uh, ah- Ahsoka Tano. Ahsoka Tano. Rebels. Yes! Yes. Okay. All right. We almost it. swept that category. Where are you going next? Planets, characters, non, uh, excuse me, non-saga films or saga films? Let's uh, go with non-saga films for 100. Non-saga films Great. for 100. All right. I'm the first Star Wars film to not begin with a scrolling text. Nathan. Go ahead. Uh, Rogue One. There you go. Good job, Nathan. Yeah. I've never, I've never felt more like Freddie Prince Jr. in my life. Good. Uh, uh, what were the categories again? I already forgot. Uh, categories are left are planets, characters, saga films, and non-saga films. Let's go characters, I guess. Characters. Five hundred. Five hundred. No characters for one. Characters for one. All right, characters for one. Uh, I'm a deformed clone trooper that helps the Domino Squad. Nathan. Good. 99. There you go. 99. All right. Next one. Same, same category, 200. Same category, 200. So characters, 200. I was the commander of the Rebel fleet on this attack of the second Death Star. Nathan. Good. Lando Calrissian? No. Shit. On the second on Death Star 2? Uh, Shit. Me? Are you ringing? It? Are you ringing it, Katie? Good. Akbar. Akbar is correct. Shit. It's a trap. It's a right. trap. That he was. Did, that was if nobody could get it, that was going to be my clue. So. Damn it. <laughs> That's basically giving it away at that point. Yeah. Well. Yeah. But. All right. Let's go. Planets 100. Planets 100. I am an industrial planet in the core of the Maybe. universe. Coruscant. No. 
Oh, Industrial man, planet in the core of the universe with a strong culture of training pilots. The home world oh. to a man with no last name. Boo. Of, of whose last name? Uh, with Shit. no last name. Oh, yeah, that's uh, uh, Corellia. Corellia yes. is correct. Yes, sir. I spoke too soon. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Hey, I will give uh, the same advice I give my students. Wait till the whole question is out. Oh, stop it. <laughs> Boom, Nathan. It's all right. Shame. Uh, I'll just see myself out. All right, where are you at, Chris? Where are you going to go? Uh, let's continue on with the category. Uh, we were on planets, 200. Yeah, sure. All right. Uh, I am a swamp planet in episodes five and six. Chris. Chris. Dagobah. Dagobah. That's correct, sir. Keep going? Yeah, probably. I'm going right. to lose my knowledge here. Planet, <laughs> 300. I'm a desert planet and a site of graveyard, or excuse me, a site for gra- of a site or a graveyard of ships. Katie. Katie. Uh, Jakku. Jakku. That is correct. Man, I'm not gonna have to. I'm not gonna have to add this up, y'all. No, don't worry about it. I was, I was going somewhere else in my head. I was thinking like Fall in Order. What was that planet? That <laughs> on order. Because right at the beginning of the opening, it I couldn't even remember it. <laughs> I st- I still haven't finished it. <laughs> no, I haven't. I haven't got to finish the training of it yet. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, planets four hundred. Then I am a moon, and I am a sacred place for believers in the Force. Nathan. Nathan. Jeddah. Jeddah. That's correct. All right. So here we go. Planets five. Uh, I am the home planet of three omnipotent Force wielders. Nathan. Nathan. Oh. <laughs> Come on, Nathan. Go uh, for it, Nathan. Come on. Uh, Mortis? <laughs> Mortis is correct. I need that there. one. Travis should have had to answer that question. We needed that one. We did need that one. All right, oh, what's the two? What's the categories left? <laughs> we got Sorry. people. Or we got great. Uh, categories left. You have uh, characters, about half that. You have three, four, and five characters. Non-saga films, you have two, three, four, and five. And you have all of the saga films. Let's go to the Saga Films 100. Saga Films 100. All right. Okay, so for this category, you got to name the uh, the film and the episode number. All right. Okay. That's No Moon. Help Chris. me, Obi Wan Kenobi. Oh, Chris. Damn it. That would be uh, Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope. That is yes. correct. I couldn't. He beat me. He beat me. So with these, I'm just gonna keep going through a few clues, and y'all just buzz it whenever you got it. All right. So, all right. Same thing. Yep. Sure. Saga Films, 200. Tatooine. Dagobah. Indoor. Nathan. Nathan. Uh, episode 6, Return of the Jedi. 6, Return of the Jedi. Ah, oh, yeah. All right. Same thing? Sure. All right. Uh, Saga Films for 3. Jar Jar. That was for Chris. Chris. Uh, Star Wars Episode 1. Uh, the Phantom Menace. Phantom Menace, that's correct. You got lucky because he's in a couple movies. He's in all three of the prequels. That's I know. why I was waiting. You got, you got lucky with that one, but good job. I did. I'll t- I'll, I'll, uh, I, what they say, uh, mm-hmm. I don't need luck. I make my sure. own. Sure. There you go. <laughs> Never tell Chris the odds, okay? That's right. That's right. All right. All right. Saga Films for four. Kylo Ren. Han Solo. Ahsoka Tano. Travis. Nathan. Travis. Uh, that was... Episode Go 9, Rise of Skywalker. 
Episode 9, Rise of Skywalker. I like Good it. Job. Good job, Nathan, because I was going to say the first one of the new prequels. <laughs> <laughs> thank you there, buddy. Thank you, thank you. All right, so we'll just finish it out. Saga Films 5. Um, R2-D2. Leia. Poe. Dreadnoughts. Nathan. Nathan. Episode 8, The Last Jedi. Episode 8, The Last Jedi. Dang it, I'm just not fast enough. Nathan, you're you're money on these five and four hundred dollar questions. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the ones that count. All right, uh, all right. So here we go. We got characters for five, four, three, or non saga films five for five, four, three, or two. Let's finish out the characters. Finish out the characters. Three hundred. Here we go. Shit. I died on Scarif. I was a former criminal who aids the Rebel Alliance in stealing plans for the Death Star. Nathan. So many of them. Nathan. So many of them died. Uh, <laughs> oh my right. gosh. Uh, shit. Uh. Oh, God. Uh, okay, so read the question again. Sorry, can I hear it again? <laughs> He's stalling. I know. I no, no, died sorry. on Scarif, oh. and I was a former criminal who aids the Rebel Alliance in stealing the Death Star. I, I, I can't think of it. I, I, Travis? You're backing up the rock tree here, bud. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, uh, no, no, no. Uh, I, I, I got I to time you out on that one. Damn it. <laughs> Katie? Jen Urso. Jen Urso. That is That's correct. bullshit. I was coming in there, yeah. <laughs> I had to time you out, man. But bullshit. It's like, I call foul. Right. So y'all finishing this out? Characters 400? Yeah, go yep. for it. I'm, I'm a former shock trooper turned mercenary. Katie! Uh, I heard Nathan. I heard Nathan. Oh, that was a close one. Yeah, I think Nathan did have it. Like, mm-hmm. like oh, come on! And he Cardoon. got it, too. Cardoon, yes, mm-hmm. that is correct. That is correct. Characters 500. Yep. Uh, Luke Skywalker and I were the only two pilots to survive the Battle of Yavin, Hoth, and hey! Wedge, Antilles. Hey! <laughs> you didn't say who had the question! Mm-hmm. Sure, I think that one truly was a tie. Bullshit! Um, I'm, well, I mean, uh, roll it back, Greg. Roll the tape back. over. Yeah, play, who, who who shot first, right? Mm-hmm. Who oh, first? cares? Uh, <laughs> we just had our Greedo moment. Uh, okay, so here we go. We only got four questions left. These oh, are all God. the non-soccer films. I'm just gonna go up the list from starting with yeah, the smallest these one. Yeah, these are these are this Solo and Rogue One were a little sketchy sometimes. Solo and Rogue One. Here we go. Uh, we were the original directors of Solo. Nathan. Travis. Nathan. Um, Lord Tim Miller. Miller. Yes. Yes. Travis got it. Lord Miller. All right. You so guys can't see th- me right now, but I'm doing a dance. <laughs> <laughs> I got one. Yes. Okay. Uh, so we'll go three. I directed Rogue One. Okay. Travis. Oh, Katie, Katie got it got first. Katie one. got it first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, Garrett something. Garrett Edwards. Oh. Garrett mm-hmm. Edwards, that's right. All right, good deal. Y'all got three. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, number four. I'm the card game that Solo wins the Falcon off of. Nathan. Sabak. That was Nathan. Yep. Nathan! <laughs> <laughs> All right, last question, y'all. And actually, the stacks the stacks aren't really that close. I think Katie and Chris has a lot more, but I think sure. Nathan's gotten the, a lot of the four and 500 ones, so it's going to be yeah. interesting. All right, so here we go. Last question. Uh, I am the overpowered vehicle that Han Solo was driving at Katie! the beginning. Katie. 
Wait, the over... Oh, damn it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> right, I don't know. Oh, the overpowered vehicle. The speeder? It is a speeder. Do you know what model it was? Oh, God. You want me to tell you the model? I mean, oh, that's this, this was the hardest question. I'm so surprised it was the last one. This is the hardest question in the whole thing. I, that right. I think I know this one. Uh oh. Okay. okay, go for it, Travis. M68 Landspeeder? It is an M68 Landspeeder. Right? <laughs> oh, I remember that. that. Awesome. I, watched oh, two, wow. I, watched, I watched Solo two weeks ago by myself while I was just here cleaning up. Yes! <laughs> yes! Yes! All right, we'll check you it out. You can't see me, but right squirrel. now I'm doing the Daniel Bryant with the fingers up. Yes! <laughs> that was my partner right there coming in with the clutch. Oh, that, was, that, that, that was the hardest question in the whole thing. Yeah. So. Now you cool. better add those up. We got a lot of four and fives in there at the end. I'll chase a squirrel. I'm gonna add stuff up here. Here we go. Oh, that is so funny. That is so funny. <sighs> now I think it's actually close there. Towards I mean, I think they I was, might still have us, but it's close now. I was, know, twiddling, I, I was twiddling my thumbs like uh, for most of this, just being like, doo, 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 you guys are really awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look at you with the solo rewatch coming in with the clutch. Look, JRB right now has got the biggest smile on his face. He's like, that's my man, Travis, right there. That's, that's my man watching solo. I actually enjoy that movie a lot. Me too. I just haven't seen it. It's, it's the one I've seen, well, besides Rise of Skywalker and, you know, The Last it, Abomination. It, it, it's definitely probably since, you know, New Hope, it's probably even a truer Western than a New Absolutely. Hope is. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love Solo. If if I just want to watch a Star like Wars it. movie, I go straight for Solo. You know, you know what I think? You know what I think Solo's biggest problem was? Is that they we had just killed Harrison Ford in episode seven, like, not that long ago. I think if Solo would have came out... So Let's what say, you're saying is like next same year. Was Black Widow? It was what? The same well, problem well. as Black Widow? No, I think I, well, maybe. Black yeah. Widow has bigger problems though. I like, think his what? biggest problem was I think his biggest problem was Rogue One. Because yeah. Rogue One was it? Yes, it was like that offset Star Wars movie yeah. that people didn't realize was gonna be such a big hit, didn't they expect that? They're like anything we put out just got Star Wars on it, it's gonna make shit ton of money. Yeah, but Rogue One, to me, I mean, in my personal opinion, Rogue One is the best out of all the Disney films. That if, since Disney's taken over and done it, Rogue One feels the most like Star Wars and just, it just, I don't know, it's just the best one. Like, I, I to me personally, I think it's the best one. Oh, I, I think I, I love it too, Nathan, I gotta say. Y'all ready for this? Let's go. Here we go. Uh, Katie and Chris, the Scruffy Nerf Herder, you have 2,800 points going into round two. Damn. Nathan and Travis. Uh, were y'all the Discovery Cheech Channel? Teach and try. Teach and try. Oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> y'all have 4,000 points going into the next See? Round. Yeah. Oh! Y'all got every four and 500 point question except one. Oh, See? Oh, but I beat Nathan oh, to oh. some of those questions. Bullshit, tell me I'm right. You listen to this Monday, this? and you tell me that I didn't get in there and get you. How about this? For, for, for sake of the argument, because y'all are ahead, I have a 400-point question here that was sure. not answered by anybody, the cast indoor question, that I'm going to award to Katie and Chris to make it yeah. 3,200. 
thousand. That way, it's more interesting going in that round. So, sure. Sure. I, wish, I wish Trebek just handed out free money. Yeah, but, we I give. Mean, uh, we just gave participation <laughs> points, hey. like I was just saying that we weren't going to do. So, Trebek. I, mean... I don't have to go by his rules. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! We don't say that to Trebek anymore. That's not no at the moment, anyway. He's going no. through a lot of shit. Not my, not my Alex. That's a good Canadian name. hero. Canadian hero. Hey, he's, a, he's an American hero. Back in the next round. I think again, the next oh, round we... is going to be a little bit tougher questions, I think. we got to next develop round. a buzzer system, too. So next round is going to be DCEU, so uh, you know, just, just get ready. DCEU? Oh, screw <laughs> that. Somebody else can tag in for me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You're going to be like me, Katie. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. You mean coming in with the clutch at the end? Oh, that was pure yeah. luck, man. Oh, that, pure, I don't that even know. That was pure Jordan. That was pure Jordan. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was LeBron, but yeah, that works. Greatness. Too. Uh, greatness, Jordan. yeah. Say Jordan. <laughs> uh, all right, cool. Well, let's check it out. Let's go ahead. Uh, what else we got left to talk about? We got, um, oh, Clone Wars. You want to talk about some Clone Wars? episode was so good. Before we get in it, though, what did y'all think of the game? Were the questions pretty good, on par, they yeah. need to be harder? Right. Easy? I thought it was good. I thought, I thought it was, was great. Impressive. I actually got some of them. Okay, cool. <sighs> trying to trying to get a gauge for how hard it would be. So good deal. Okay. No, now no, Clone Wars. Not fast enough. Can you start us out with Clone Wars then? We're not we're not Sam Whitworth here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Clone Wars. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So today's episode. First of all, I about. Can we go straight into spoilers? First of all, sure. Do it. Sure. Okay. I about cried when Ahsoka and Anakin had their little moment and they were like okay. feeling each other. I was like, oh that my gosh. Cool. That was that was very that well. That was done. probably the best sequence of the whole Absolutely. episode. You think that was I kind was... of him saying goodbye to her, pretty much? No. No, that was just him that was just being like they know. They can feel yeah. they know that touch in the force. It was yeah, such a were... it was such such a good riff on Return of the Jedi. Such a good riff. Yeah. That's a very good point. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, Ahsoka knew he had to be on that ship, but Anakin, Anakin was like, okay, she's somewhere. I don't know where, though. I like how you are and was there, and he looks a little older now, but it looks like he he aged rapidly all of a sudden. Yeah. Like, he had well, black hair in, like, season six, and now he's, like, starting to white out and look closer to his Rebels uh, counterpart. Oh, Granted... Working, uh, working with Anakin does age someone. And the, and the, they're in the middle of a war, you know, I... I'm getting gray hairs just raising a three-year-old, and they've been fighting a war for three years, so I, I get it. I get it. Yeah. But I, I really just, uh, the, it was such a good good look at, you know, her journey, too, in the sense of, uh, you know, how she's she's eventually going to come. And I found it was interesting. You said the quote, I'm no Jedi. You know, how angry she is when she sees what's going on in Kessel. It's stuff mm-hmm. that it's being allowed to happen. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You know, um, that I know Jedi quote. I can't believe somebody got that because I, I like I looked that up and I was like, wow, that's really deep pull right there. Oh no, I I knew exactly what it was. Chris beat me too. I was trying to spit it out because as soon as you, I was like, ah, I knew Katie knew what that was. I was trying. Yeah. To, was trying to get there. It's just in that episode where she's just like, the the Inquisitor's like, no Jedi can beat me, and Ahsoka's like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm no, no Jedi. Jedi. Darn right. Fucking dog walks him. I loved it. Uh, Can't wait to see it. I'm tired of Ahsoka's <laughs> bell bottoms already. Like, yeah. I don't know. I think it's just a weird outfit for her to wear. I would agree. I'm ready for the for the military uniform to yeah. come back. The jumpsuit, like the one that we see in the in the trailer, wherever she's wearing. Yes. Yeah, like let's go, let's go. Uh, wait, wait. 
like Trace. Okay, did did you not find Trace annoying? And that the only thing she they're not taking my ship. They're not taking my ship. Oh, they're not taking. Oh my God! Shut up. Grow up and yeah. stop it. And then she dumped all the spice. Like, like you girls are idiots, and you're gonna get Ahsoka. You're gonna get Ahsoka killed. You know, I, mean, I really want to know how old those two are. You can tell the one's younger, and then the then the cool shaved head girl. Like, oh, she's just an idiot. She's just an idiot. She's yeah. Well, of, of all the ideas you could have, why dump the payload? Right? Like, well, of, it depends. All the if, she, if she's like 14, it could be like a spur of right. the moment. Oh, I'm going to protect okay. everyone. Like, that's true, yeah. See, and that's my only thing is like, and that's my only because the, the one you can, you know, the older sister, you can, you know, the, the in charge one or whatever, but I was wondering if the other one, she sounds kind of young. So I'm wondering if she's like, you know, in this 16, so is she around Ahsoka's age? Is she a little younger? I'm, I'm, I, I don't know, but. Well, she says of, they're that friends. That perplexes me. And she, she, she claims her as a friend, so I assume they're probably around the same age, I, I would guess. Well, yeah. just like. She just sat there and she said it like over and over again. Like, they're not taking my ship. Like, pay attention, stupid. And then she just opens it and dumps all the spice. Like, everything's going to be hunky-dory. Like, what are you doing? Is this your first time out of 1313? Open your eyes. So, okay. So, Wikipedia does not say how old the either of the sisters are. However, in the original season seven, the... There weren't sisters. It was a young mechanic named Nix Okami. So there wasn't sisters initially. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And he was a dude. Right. Penises are yucky and stuff now. So. Write <laughs> <laughs> that down. Quote <laughs> of the night. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's, that's the that's the name of this episode. Penises are yucky. That's, that's what you're seeing. <laughs> Nathan, oh, Nathan, 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 speak for your speak for your own. <laughs> we got some unresolved issues going on, Nathan. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but uh, let's see. I'm trying to think. Um, something else I love about this episode. Uh, I, there was I liked a little bit of humor in the back and forth between uh, Ahsoka and uh, what's that girl's name? Okay. Trace? Rafa? No, not Rafa, the other one. No, the friendships. Are the, yeah, the, the friendship yeah, the, the, yes. the kind of friendship they have where uh, I can't remember what it was they were talking about where she made a joke about her bike. Now I wanted to bring it up and yeah. I can't remember, but it was, it was pretty, it made me kind of chuckle. Around, but that's pretty good. Yeah. Well, I, I, I agree with you. I think their back and forth is really good and like they start to get off friendly and then you got dumb older sister coming in, you know, trying to get in the middle of it. It's like, stop it. Well, I think Travis said last week that was was it Travis was saying that she's not going to be good for the show or she's not going to be good for the, for their cause. Good for their mm, cause. Maybe I was just maybe? thinking about it. Just say yes, Travis. Yes, I yes, did, I yeah. said that. Yeah, you, you, bingo. Star <laughs> Wars now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, somebody said it. I can't remember. But well, uh, she's going to get him killed because she's got him wrapped up in the Pike Syndicate and like you know, you, but you don't mess with the Pikes. Like she's going to end up getting him killed. Hey, so, how good? Sorry. Go. I wanted to go back to the trailer where, like, you see Ahsoka with, like, Rex in the background. Yes. Do you think they're going to get kidnapped by the Pikes? And then Ahsoka, like, when she left, Rex got back with her or something and gave her a way to, like, contact him for a rescue or something? I, how I do don't. How do you think that's going to play out? I don't, because remember in the trailer, 
you see Anakin and Ahsoka, and like they open a door, and you see Captain Rex stand at attention, and he's got some members of the 501st, and they got all their blue striped helmets, but their face paint, they're painted like Ahsoka's face. He gives her troops, mm-hmm. and Rex is yeah. and Rex is commanding that. He, Rex, like he gives her troops and Rex to go to Mandalore since he's not gonna be able to be there or whatever. So like he's he's giving her, her the best, you know what I mean? Like the best of the best, and he even gave them her face paint for their new face paint on their helmets. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. I want to know. I want to know how Rex gets. When does Rex get that chip out of his head? Like, I we're get we're getting down to the wire. Do these girls help him get it out? I don't know. Mm -hmm. Hey, so I got a question. Uh, Whenever they get to uh, the the pikes and they're dropping off the spice, and Ahsoka uses the mind trick. Okay, Mm -hmm. she tricks the one guy. He tells him to go. They leave. Then the other guy starts to come and kind of investigate, and he's wanting to look at everything. Why wouldn't you just, you know, use the mind trick on him real quick and fly away? Fly holes, right? Fly holes. You're, you're, you're exactly like my wife. I want to do that. Shh, just accept it. Move on. <laughs> just, yeah, okay. Maybe she exhausted I, herself. Well, see, I like to tell myself that maybe he was too smart for the mind trick, you know? Because it's only for the weak-minded, right? Maybe he was a little too smart. Sure. And he was Don't work for me, only credits. <laughs> <laughs> and Katie, I wanted to ask you too. I know you, when the season first started, we were looking up, and you looked up something about on Echo on um, Wikipedia. And you said there was a yeah. huge spoiler. Has that spoiler already been revealed? Yes. Okay, that's what I thought. Just making sure. Cool. Awesome. So the spoiler was that he that he helps in the defeat of. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. And I'm sorry. Nathan, you were right. It was Bo-Katan in the hologram with her. Cool. So, do we think Mandos are going to come and rescue her and say, we need your help? Oh, God, that would be... Oh, see, that, you know what? To take down the Pikes, that these girls get in trouble, maybe it's Bo comes in and saves her ass. And that's how mm-hmm. she ropes Ahsoka into helping Mandalore, and Ahsoka ropes Anakin back. Katie, you just, I think you just found the... I think you just followed the trail there. I think you're right. Well, like and, so Anakin, and Anakin and Obi-Wan don't leave her originally because you see them diving off the ship. So they don't leave immediately. Mm-hmm. This is true. Yeah, then they get called back. Hmm. Then they get called back to Coruscant to save Palpatine, right? During during uh, the Siege of Mandalore? I think so. I think I it's think episode that's, that's... three of the last arc that they get called back. Right. Yes, I think that's what like uh, Grievous. They attack the you know they attack Coruscant. And Grievous takes Palpatine, and that's when Anakin and Obi Wan get called back, and we go right into Revenge of the Sith. So I think, I think you're right. They might they get called back from the Siege of Mandalore. Oh, I didn't even think of that. We'll probably see that. You're right. Y'all, y'all know way more about this than I do. Mm. <laughs> Welcome to the group, Greg. Welcome to the group. Way more about this than I do, but I'm having fun watching it. I'm getting what I'm getting. I'm get, I understand what I'm seeing. Well, sure. whenever you get there, whenever once you know, once you see the end of it, you'll know exactly what we're talking about. You're like, oh, I get it. Okay. Good I think it's. I think Travis might be right. I think we're gonna like go a couple minutes into the. I don't think we're gonna get a replay of Anakin and Obi Wan in animated form, but I think we're gonna see like during the events of Order sixty six. I think we're gonna see those clones turn on Anakin and Rex. And uh, that's going to be interesting. We're going to get. Some, we won't see him turn on Anakin. We'll see him turn on maybe Ahsoka. That's what I meant. Ah- Ahsoka and that's what I meant. Ahsoka and Rex. Okay. I think, yeah, that's what I meant. I think that'll be interesting because I think 
I'm I'm almost willing to bet that Rex has that chip out of his head before the order takes place. Unless he turns and Ahsoka knocks his ass out and forcibly removes the chip from his head. I don't know. That could be possible because, I mean, the guy who was in the initial guy whose chip malfunctioned, he was talking and, like, saying about the the, um, thing. Plus, who knows? Anakin and... Obi-Wan could realistically talk about Five's malfunction, and so Ahsoka could know about the chip placement or know about mm-hmm. the potential. That's true. That's true. She could just have the knowledge. I mean, I don't know. I'm so fascinated to see how that's going to happen. Yeah. Well, they're definitely going to have to ramp it up, because like, there's only, what, six episodes left? Mm-hmm. Yes. Four. Okay. I'm sure mm-hmm. there's 12 or 10. I know we talk about it every week. Last episode was kind of boring, for, seriously. I mean, honestly, like, nothing happened. I get it. They were... It was kind of boring. This one, it was a little, it was better. Man, the animation continues to be stunning. Yeah. Yes. Though I will say, going back to Trace and that mind trick, she Mm -hmm. is standing right next to Ahsoka and like completely oblivious like to Ahsoka doing the mind trick. I'm like, you wouldn't have even like looked over to see the little hand wave thing and gone, what the heck are you doing, lady? Like, calm down. We're trying to get out of here. Well, she already used the force, so that that like, how do they not like? Didn't she use the force to save Trace somebody from did falling? Trace didn't use the force. Ah, oh, did. didn't see her. Okay. I do Trace like how was the one she was saving. Ah, oh, that's right. Yeah, Kessel was a nice touch. Corellia. Corellia. Wouldn't you question the plan, though, if you're either one of the two of them? So you're just going to tell them that we're going to leave and we're going to leave? How would you not, like, clue in or at least question that? I, I know that the older sister's like, Oh, I'm starting to like this plan. And I'm just like, why aren't you asking? Like, why are they letting us leave? <laughs> I don't know. In that situation, I might just roll the punches, too. I got a feeling. I got a feeling that <clears throat> the Mandos are going to be the ones that come in and save her, them from get, the breaking them out of there. I think, I think that's good. Did you say they're on Corellia? Yeah, uh, wasn't that, or not the, yeah, the Kessel thing. You know what I meant. Kessel. Fucking, Kessel. Yeah, yeah. Kessel. Okay, right I was confused. That's, I was like, wait. I, I confuse myself Kessel, sometimes right? when I talk. It's all solo, store, uh, you know. Yeah. Solo <laughs> stuff. So. It's all solo stuff. It's all one big jumble for you, right? JRB's beating, <laughs> what would be beating, beating nine, this oh, wait. podcast thing right now. Yeah. Chris, you fall asleep? Nope, I'm still here. You guys are just, <laughs> you guys are just uh, saying, yep, that's a good point. Yep, that's a good point. Yep, got that one. <laughs> I, like I said, it it was a good episode. I'm still, it's it's still heading towards something. It's just not as I like the little moments. I like where it, it's it had better moments than last episode, but it's definitely not gripping me yet. It's it is a step up from last episode, but that's not saying much. Yeah, it's being that's just not. We know well, you guys only get twelve episodes, and this is what we're doing. Like this had better all come together. I ended up really liking the Bad Batch in that arc, but well, so far this has not gripped well, this, me. This is definitely setting up like hopefully a big battle in the next episode because we really haven't had too much. <clears throat> well, it left on kind of a cliffhanger of what would be look like a big battle. How else are you going to escape unless you don't fight your way out of there? Oh, I think they're going to straight up get yeah. taken prisoner. Yeah, mm-hmm. you probably want to see their problem in a cell. Probably what's going to happen is the Mandos are going to come in for some sort of bargaining agreement, and then Bo happen like they're walking through the prison or something and see Ahsoka and Trace, and then Bo's like, "Nope, nope, nope." 
if Maul's already back out and he's got back on Mandalore and control that crime syndicate, the Pikes are a part of his crime syndicate. She could be there with Maul just as they're doing their bidding and shit and see it. Like, like aren't the Pikes still? If Maul's if Maul's back out and on top of like, and he's in he's in possession of the dark saber and all that shit on Mandalore, then uh, I would imagine he's got his crime syndicates back together and the Pikes were a part of his syndicate. Mm. We might actually see the first introduction of Maul the next episode. That'd be cool. Or maybe some of his lackeys. You know what I mean? Yeah. For, because, uh, yeah, like Palpatine came in and like kicked their ass, but apparently he's out because we know we see him in, you know, we saw him in the trailer and he's back on Mandalore. Yeah. And in Solo, during Solo, which is after, you know, all that, it's, uh, he's running, what is it, Crimson Dawn. So he's got some. I think he's already lurking. We could oh, see. Oh, there's so many possibilities. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Out there. Hey, you know, one possibility is that uh, JRB misunderstood me a few minutes ago when I said that he was beating his podcast thingy. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> what, what I meant was that he was mm-hmm. pounding his desk on the table of whatever podcast, you know, player he was using to play. So I'm clearing that up when I'm JRB. When I say you're beating your podcast thingy, that's what I'm talking about. So, oh, and real quick, uh, I got a message earlier. I wanted to give a shout out to Sarah Taylor, uh, quarantined for three weeks, which we all are now, I suppose. Uh, she's bored. She's going to watch a lot of stuff, and she wanted to say hey to everybody. She's been on the show before. Hey. Wants to come on the show again soon. So, shout out Sarah. to her. Oh. Come she back. Got time now. She got estrogen. time now. Yeah. She's sitting around right now with the microphones. Patrick. Yeah. I actually did a recording with her the other day. Uh, she me up. Well, I was talking to her about football, and she had a new re- microphone, and I had some new software I wanted to try out. So we got up and recorded for like 20 minutes and talked football just to test out the new stuff. So doing well. Um, well, your team sucks, and so now you can quit your parents' podcast <laughs> and dedicate your time to other stuff. So you suck. Well, I mean, whenever you're ready, Greg. For sure. But, oh, um, well, do y'all have anything else you want to point out? Anything else you want to talk about? Anything else Clone Wars related? no i'm good i just so i watched this show in weekly release format for a long time on cartoon network mm-hmm. and i guess as a kid the length of the episode didn't get me as much but i'm like oh my gosh like i need more content per week like this yeah. is killing me 23 minutes always, a week is, is weird they also start oh, out with, with commercials Here's an interesting yeah. rumor I just I just saw. Apparently, Disney Plus is is sending out a survey, uh, looking at possibly a- adding uh, Buffy and Firefly to its lineup. Really? Uh, yeah. rip. That. Everything I'm taking down tonight for B-rolling. You know, crazy. <laughs> you are rolling tonight. You are B-rolling tonight. Boing, boing, uh, rip. Somebody heard me and understood. <laughs> All right. Because um, uh, Firefly is uh, the bomb.com, and I haven't seen Buffy right. in years, but I remember used to, that used to be like appointment TV for me when I was a kid. Like, I just wanted to see Buffy and her, you know, team of a witch and a werewolf and a vampire with a soul and these these merry band of people just kick ass. And like, that was my jam every week. Never yeah. watched either one. Amen. I kind of got out of it whenever like Angel like uh, Angel went to like off and got his own spinoff. I think I. would Discovered girls and got a car and a job and all that, but I mean, I was there. I was there, man, huh. for that first couple seasons. Buffy the Vampire Slayer for me is like Harry Potter is for Chris. I think it's dumb. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't think it's dumb, but 
Had that had not Chris for Harry Potter. Yeah, so. Chris. You, I'm just not even Potter acknowledging hater. it anymore. Just not even <laughs> acknowledging that. Uh, I, I was never a Buffy fan. Uh, never really gave it a chance, but I don't think I ever want to. Katie, so. same, same, Greg, same. You've never seen Xena, Warrior Princess, because uh, oh. today's Lucy Lawless's birthday, and she was Xena. And I remember watching that shit as a kid. That was an appointment. And I remember one of the first times I was like, "What is this?" Is when Hercules, the uh, the, the the TV series crossed over with Xena, and I was like, what? Look at this. I want this show every week. I love crossovers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what we should do real quick? We did have a question from JRB. We should at least address oh, it. Oh, I got a question for you guys, too. Okay. Go ahead. Go, go, ahead. go JRB. Let's okay. go. JRB, the question is, uh, and it's really weird because I know, you, well, I know you listened to the show last week, but did you listen to the show last week? Because uh, your question basically asleep. was, <laughs> you may have felt asleep. So. <laughs> That makes sense. <laughs> Sounds about right for us. But um, mm-hmm. the question was basically talking about the same thing we were we were discussing last week with um, uh, box office streaming movies into into home you know home viewings for first times. And he was basically asking was what was your the max price you would pay? And Katie, you weren't here for it. I know I said I would pay up to like forty dollars. Like mm-hmm. if like if Wonder Woman came out, Katie, uh, next Friday. But because you can't go out, they're offering for you to see it at your house. One-time streaming. You can't pause it. You can't rewind it. You can view it one time within a 10-hour span of when you buy it. How much would you pay? 25 bucks. 25 bucks. Okay. That's okay. I said 40. My language. I'm cheap, yeah. too. Well, I said 40, <laughs> but I'm, you know, I'm used to taking a wife and two adult kids to the movie, so... Uh, for me, well, I, forty bucks is a good price for four people to go to the movies. Sure. You know, my biggest issue right now is like, so my sister's here. I, I have I a movie pass, so <laughs> she she pays rent. She's she's good, but like, I typically pay eight ninety a month for movies, and then if I get concessions, that's additional. Mm-hmm. So like, my thing is is that. I don't currently have enough people around me to justify paying 40 bucks for a movie. Okay. Even so, if maybe you could sit down in your living room uh, with a whiskey in your hand and a cheeseburger in the other from where, or whatever you wanted to, sushi in the other from wherever you want to, at your own comfort. Take that I'm sushi, sushi and a glass of wine from my, from my theater. Like. Yeah, you gotta pay 60 bucks for it. For what? Actually, no. I no. paid no? twelve bucks for sushi and a glass of wine at my theater. That's crazy. Cause like where I'm at, we have we have alcohol in the theaters now, but it's like mm-hmm. nine dollars for a glass of wine. It's like eight fifty for a twelve ounce beer. It's ridiculous. Like there's where no point. Where can Chong over here go to a theater? I mean, no. I mean, we better just we better just be at home, I guess. My theater, my theater's BYOB. Right, right. I, I just bring mini bottles in. I bring mini bottles in on my flask. That works just. Fine. Oh, like. And especially if I'm watching a movie for the first time, I'm not typically one to, like, drink during it. Oh, I am. So, because I want to pay attention to the film. Like, for Rise of Skywalker, it was a special occasion for me. Like, my sister had just graduated. Like, it was my dad's birthday. I still didn't have alcohol because I wanted to enjoy the movie and I wanted to be able to focus on it. Yeah. So, like, that's my thing is, like, 25 bucks, okay, that's like two movie tickets. Maybe I can convince my sister to come watch with me. Yeah. Like, even it out a little bit. But overall, like, unless it's something... Now, Tenet, Tenet, I would pay 40 bucks for. 
because that's my favorite character. I want to see that. I want to see that. Wonder Woman, I'm like, eh. Wonder Winch. (laughs) Don't get me wrong, I love Wonder Woman. Right. But I'm like... Just not sure if you pay. So so what you're saying is, there are certain movies you would pay that price for to see at your house. Yes. Opening. Like, I would pay... If Rise of Skywalker came out two weeks from now, I would pay 40 bucks to see Rise of Skywalker. Okay. And see, because that was kind of my thing was, I, I was suggesting, I know we were talking about movie theaters losing money. I was suggesting the movie theaters creating an app for you to do that through, where they would yeah. get money, they would get part of the money from, you know, of, of you purchasing through that app. The better idea would be for them to team with a streaming service already set up just so they could get more profitability because they can't really afford to launch their own app. But if they teamed up with like a Voodoo uh, or something... I think they maybe. There's maybe. there's an app for the Canadian. I don't know if there are Cineplexes in your in the United States or if they're called something else. The movie chain brand, but in Canada it's called Cineplex, and there's Cineplex them. apps apps up with uh, uh, like Birds of Prey is up there now. Like every new thing that's been thrown yeah. out there, Ben Affleck's The Way Back is up there now. So they're they're getting them out there, Nathan. So I think that. Uh, some uh, some theater right. chains may, may have may have the ability, but I do think the smaller chains might not. Mm-hmm. But Cineplex has the app up and running on various things. I'm, I watch it on Roku TV. So, oh, well, and and so uh, Jordan from Cineplex, he's the editor in chief there. He said, like, honestly, this this pandemic might lead to kind of a lesser going to cinemas. Like, there's still going to be people who go to cinemas or theaters for for some for some films because they know it's worth it, but we could see an, a rise in digital releases like Kindles. I mean, a lot of people thought that digital releases for books, and this is all his theory, I'm not going to take credit for his, but like we still see people Take buying it. paperback books. Mm-hmm. So you could see where you get a theatrical release and also a digital rental release at the same time to kind of balance things out. Maybe the theatrical release shortens a period of time because, I mean, like, we see theaters have movies for four months sometimes. Sure. That could shorten a lot and then you could see an uptake in streaming services granted if things go to streaming services the <laughs> price for those streaming services is going to shoot up i would think oh yeah so yeah well that's like why a pay-per-view I'll, tier you know right that's what i was thinking if, like, had, yeah if they had their own the, well even not even that what if like i said where uh like uh carmike had their own app where you don't pay for the app the app's free they get their money when you buy the ticket and see the movie. Just like if you went to the movie theater. Sure, yeah. like Fight TV does too. Like they got the thing. You know, you don't have to necessarily pay for it, but you can pay for the fights on it, and it comes through. You get the app for free, and I get you. I get you. I get you. Yeah, yeah. like same thing with Cineplex. The app is free, but you got to pay for the content on there. But it like it escalates. Some movies aren't that much. Four ninety nine. Other movies are. Like, I know Rise of Skywalker came out. It was over twenty dollars. Mm-hmm. I, didn't, I don't know exactly how long you have access to them either because I haven't rented a movie on there yet. But it seems like the plan, considering the other, ha- the other, my other half is off for two weeks now, so mm-hmm. we're gonna have to find some things to watch. And there's only so much Arrow she will take in a day. 
it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting just because I mean recently the writers the the screen the writers screen actors guild everything has renegotiated contracts and, and everything because of streaming. If it were to go to streaming, that's gonna be a whole new ball game because now people make movies for like movies that come out of streaming are made for streaming for whatever reasons, for whatever yeah. ways they, they, they budgeted for that platform. And I'm not saying stuff I've seen on Netflix. I mean, looks like any worse because it's not a movie. No, it's, it's the same quality, but there are a lot of different budgets considerations. So that's why people are saying, Oh, wonder woman should come. It's like, it wasn't made for that. Right. It, that, that is, that is not going to happen in this iteration and we kind of went over it last week we kind of went over it last week why the movies that have have gone that way it kind of makes sense it so chris Chris, also also sorry katie but the ratings i don't i don't know if it's actually the same i'm not 100 percent sure on that but I know the DC universe, you don't get any ratings in the shows or anything. Like Harley Quinn doesn't come up and say rated R on the DC universe. It just shows Harley Quinn. Same thing with right. Doom Patrol. So I don't know what would go with that. Would there be an internal rating system? Because uh, like it's like uh, it's like no holds barred while with right now in terms of streaming. Like I don't see anything being shut down. The only thing I really see is Netflix having a kids version. That's about the um, extent of what I've seen from streaming services in terms of trying to make sure nobody accidentally watches something too mature for and, what they're able to handle. Well, true, and, and I'm not saying it's not, it's never going to happen. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying right now, it's a beginning. It's kind of like what happened. I brought it up before with music and streaming. But the problem with with streaming music is the artists are not getting. I mean, they're. I'm not saying a lot of them are paid, but some of them that they're not getting a lot much at all for any kind of digital downloads or things <coughs> like that. They're, if you're just streaming it, they, it's half pennies on the dollar. I mean, someone really quote me. And I'm not saying that you know, some of them, but some people are, are trying to get out there for that, but it's going to be a whole shift that has to happen. And it's going to be, this is the start. Mm-hmm. This is the start. Yeah. Well, with that example, that's a really good comparison. But the only real difference with that is when you're talking about a musician and their and their music. Now, when you a lot of times when you buy something you like from a musician, you buy one or two songs from the album. You don't buy the whole album. It used to be you had to buy the whole CD. You had to buy the whole album. You had to buy the whole cassette tape. <clears throat> you don't have to do that now. Whereas if they did it with movies, you're not going to buy the first 45 minutes of the movie. You're still yeah. you're gonna, you're going to buy the whole movie. So so. Um, well, what I mean is like. Uh, you could still set it up where if, like I said, if you set the price point where I'm talking like $40, $40, okay? Uh, I, pull that, never mind. Can you hear me? If mm-hmm. I can hear you. Okay. Yeah. So, so, so set it at like $40, and you set it up where, like I was saying, say the movie, the the company that produced the movie, like uh, Warner Brothers, of that $40 I just spent is going to keep 30 of it, and the movie theater, or, or 25 of it, and the movie theater is going to keep 15 Okay. So yeah. they're still going to make as much money with that $30 or actually probably more than they would have made off the sale of two $12 tickets from the movie theater. So they'll actually it actually could be more profitable for them to, it, to do it, it this kind of way. It you does, know? but that that begs the question do 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 
I can't even speak English these days. Um, <laughs> it, are they going to support movie theaters? I mean, do you, if are people really go, going to want to still support movie theaters if you can get it from your home? Well, I, I think I think that comes down to what we were talking about before. I think certain movies you will. Because I know personally, if I can get a lot of movies at home, I probably would. But there's still certain movies I'm going to want to see on a big screen. And, I, and it, I'm exactly with you. Make it more of an you. experience, I, you know? I'm exactly with you, but I don't know. You and I are from are basically the same age. We, we're not necessarily the same kind of generation. That generation is not necessarily like us as much anymore. It's true. They want it on demand right now in front of their phone. And I'm not saying I'm becoming like that, but I also am with you. I want certain experiences like Star Wars. I'm I'm mm-hmm. very lucky to have seen every single Star Wars movie in a theater. Yeah. You know, that is an experience I never dreamed of ever having and somehow I got it. And you and that it was a one time experience that you you can't get really anywhere else. That's true. That is true. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, dude. I guess time will tell. It's like I said, I think there's ways they could make it work for both the movie theaters and the and the the <laughs> movies the studio producing studios would still be profitable it's just i think it has to be a combination of what like katie was saying too where you don't have the movies in the theaters for four months and maybe smaller theaters instead of a a car mic 18 maybe you have a car mic six you know because there's not 18 movies that you want to play right now but a lot of times they have the multiple same movie on multiple screens because they have so many people flooding the theaters um and and it could work like that it would it, it it would be an adjustment it really would, but um, I just think the option would be cool. I know there's sometimes I'd rather just sit at home and watch the I movie. I think we're still. I think this is the first step towards testing all that stuff, but I don't think. Uh, I don't think we're quite there yet. I think it'll be a little while before we start going. Before we like, start thinking, that, you know, really considering that as like a, like for realsies option. Yeah, it sounds like Canada's testing it out. That's that's pretty much the same kind of thing. So. Well, the, the Cineplex app doesn't actually have the movies that are in the theater at the oh, same time. Oh, okay. That's okay. not the that's not Cineplex's deal. They, they're not breaking into cash as much that way. They they're doing it more of a we're going to put it out maybe a few weeks, maybe a month before it goes out on physical or digital release. Okay. And they're getting it out there like like that. But I, since the movie theaters have been shut down, like Ben Affleck's The Way Back has been out there. Like they they put more out there now. So I, I think that's uh, like the movie theaters prerogative to do that, depending on like who, with the people who own the rights to the movies too, right? You have to yeah. work in concert with that. But I, I could see this changing. I know I have a feeling this is going to change late night TV. I have really mm-hmm. uh, like late night talk shows. I feel like the people that run them are going to be like, well, we can do these without having a big, big whole lot of people, a big budget. We can do it pretty like low key and people will still watch it. Now. I think that you might get a change to some TV and some things, but I don't think the movie theater is going to change that quickly. I think Nate, I've tried to think more on Nathan's side of, I think it's going to be quite ways, but you are right. I think this is the first little test of what it could be. Yeah, well, it's been, it's been kind of working towards that in television for the last few years, anyway. Because I mean, when I was younger, every every television show, every sitcom uh, was filmed in front of a live studio audience. You know, it's it's not like that anymore. Now you re- there are some shows that are filmed in front of a live audience, but not a lot. 
Like most right. stuff are filmed in closed studios and now, and they add the laughter in. There was a lot of laugh track there, buddy. I can't. Yeah. I can't even think of one. Which one that is filmed? What? That's filmed in front of a lot. I mean, uh, I can't think. You of mean one. right now? I mean, Last Man recently. Standing. Last Man Standing was what I was gonna say. They're they're filming in front of a lot of studios. Really That's the only one I can think of, though. Uh, was a big wasn't Big Bang Theory? No. No. That was just Not, a terrible ass track. Okay. I th- I think they might have done it in the beginning. I don't think it was fully throughout the whole show. You don't make fun of my Big Bang. I love that show. It's a good show. It's yeah. good. It's yeah. It's no Seinfeld, but it's good. Uh, well, it's definitely it's no Seinfeld, but I mean yeah. it's good. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're comparing apples to oranges on that yeah. one, but. <laughs> oh well. Um. There you go, JRB. That was. Kind of your question. We chased some squirrels while we did it, but that was pretty sure. much it. No, it, it was a good question. We did talk about it last week. We went into, went into a little more detail this week. Uh, if Katie was with us. She gave us another opinion on it. It was fun. Um, and it's it's important to talk about, especially in this day and age, and with what's going on in the world. Uh, things are changing, man, and we Ooh, don't know what's going to happen. Greg, I have a question for Katie since she wasn't on last week. Mm-hmm. Katie, Rosario Dawson as Ahsoka Tata. What yeah. are your thoughts? Because I would love to hear them. You know, I I really wanted Ashley to get the chance to play Ahsoka in live action. Me too. I didn't think it was going to happen, but I I always wanted that for her just because she's put so much into the character. I mean, she's spent almost, what, 11 years? No, longer, like 13, 14 years in the character. Like yeah. with casting and voice recording and everything. So that's a long time to dedicate to an individual character granted it's been across multiple shows but the idea that she could do it yeah it that voice ashley's voice i will always associate with ahsoka i don't care who it is rosario is a great actress i love her in the view skewers i love her in percy jackson whatever else she's been in i I mean, heck, she was one of my favorite parts of Daredevil for the first two seasons, and I hated the first two seasons of Daredevil. The fuck? <gasps> what? what? Whoa. Oh, this is a whole other topic. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I'm not saying you're not entitled to your opinion. That's the first time I've ever heard whoa. anyone say that. Wow. Please elaborate. Please elaborate. There no there will wow. be a day of rec- there will be a day of reckoning for this, but mm-hmm. I'm still no, no, no. still want to hear I still want to hear more of it. Let's go, let's go. I would like to direct y'all to my personal blog, Slicer Scribbles, where I wrote two individual pieces. All right, nice. I want you. I want to hear it. One on why the Daredevil movie was better than seasons one and two of Daredevil. Ooh. Oh, you're fired. I have to- you're now. fucking fired. I am so <laughs> I am intrigued. I can't wait to hear And what's I the am, second one? I am flabbergasted right uh-huh. now. And what's the second I, article? The second piece was after my editor in chief asked me to rewatch if you were high. Daredevil okay. three. <laughs> <laughs> he asked you how high you were when you watched it and wrote these pieces, and then he said do it again when you're sober. <laughs> I was completely sober. And then Fired because so many people had talked wonders about seasons one and two, and I absolutely, I fell asleep trying to watch it the first time. But I, I watched Daredevil season one again. I finally finished season two. I powered through those. It was a struggle, but then I watched season three, 
and it was much better. So you can go check those pieces mm. out. I, will. I, I don't. Get, I don't see how we get from here to here. I don't. That's. Whew. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I, I think I, you I, need to sit I, down I, for a second, Nathan. I think wow. so. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm still reeling from that. That's yeah. the first time I've ever heard that. Well, again, obviously... Katie, Katie, totally, totally, again, you totally entitled to your opinion and things like yeah. that. I'm just, Except for that I'm one. I'm still shocked. <laughs> well, obviously, for you, you didn't like the, the, the dumb fight scenes, right? Like, you know, that, that must have been what it was. It was terrible. It was a horrible, horrible fight scene. Katie is not one of us, guys. She doesn't <laughs> like BVS. She doesn't like Daredevil. She, I don't even know how she likes to be friends with us, guys. It's like we're good this to is have, an anomaly. <laughs> hey, it's good to have that objective breath into the conversation. I get it. it is, I get know? it. So, See, uh, people, we can all come together. But no, you like just want, you just don't want to eat sour cream and onion chips over and over and over again. You need some different flavors like ketchup, sour cream and bacon. You're gonna have to mail me yeah. some Canadian ketchup chips so I can see what you're ketchup chips are. Ketchup chips are fucking amazing. Amazing. Ham. Listen to the ham. I don't curse very often, but they're amazing. Man. So just. Real quick, Katie, like, I know you, you wrote the, and I want to go check out those articles, oh, but just, like, real quick, point out one thing that you didn't like about it that was just, like, if you could point out the, the thing point you didn't like about it the most. you didn't like about it. Can, can I bring up the article, because it's... Yes. It's, yes. Yeah, bring up the article. Okay. Yes. Yes. We'll do story time right now. I don't even, you can read the whole thing. I am, I am fascinated. Yeah. I gotta hear Gather this. Gather around, children. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The black costume? That gotta be one thing. <laughs> So, the title of the first article is Why the Daredevil Movie is Better Than the Daredevil TV Show. Uh-huh. And then the second article is titled Daredevil Movie versus TV Show Take Two. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, so, number one on my list was the portrayal of Elektra. I like Jennifer Gardner's version of Elektra a lot better. I had trouble, like getting in tune with the TV show version of Elektra. Um, and what's like, what's, what's her name on the TV show? Yodi Lindell or the Yodi? It's a, I don't know. Either way. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Love that woman. Sorry. Go ahead. You know, sorry. And then, so honestly, Charlie Cox didn't do it for me in the first two seasons. Really? He had, what? He what? had a good script, but I couldn't relate to his performance. There was oh. there was a lot oh. of team dynamic when the show was called Daredevil, and it should have been more focused on Charlie and Daredevil instead of Foggy. And uh, what's her face? The Karen Page. Karen. Um, oh, okay. Can we say that about every single DCCW TV show, though? Every single one of them? Pick the one that you I, love. We can say the same thing about it. Sorry, sorry. I'm just giving rebuttals. This is why. Okay, go. Fascinating. Go ahead. I, I did not like Arrow Season 4 and Season 5 when it became more team-based. After that, it got okay. better when they dropped more of the team aspect. I dropped Flash because it's too team-oriented. I understand. Uh, okay, now I know where your headspace is. Now uh, you're talking Nathan's language. Right. Please, please don't say anything about Kingpin. Please don't say anything about right. Kingpin. Please. Right, I'm keeping my fingers and my toes crossed over here. I, 
I liked Kingpin on both okay. shows. Like, Kingpin on the Daredevil TV show is probably my favorite part. Okay. okay. I like okay. it. Okay. Right. Um, Everybody just... But I really thought Karen was a drag during seasons one and two. Like she's I'll agree kind of with you on that. Sometimes, yes, I can, get, I'll I'll I can get behind that. I, I can get behind that. At a lot of points in time, it was like, all right, we get it. And Foggy felt like a terrible partner, a terrible <gasps> friend. Yes, you have a right to be shocked. I love Fog Dog. But at some point, you've got to get over it, especially when okay. you're rescuing your friend over mm-hmm. and over again. I'll give you that, too. I'll but agree you on that. Still, <laughs> still want to beat him over the head with it, like. Sure. I just want, just want to say, just want to say Valid one thing, point. Foggy. If Matt Matt Murdock was found out to be devil, daredevil, he's going down too with him. He's sure. going, he's in business with him. There's no way no one doesn't think that he knows, and he will be complicit. So I'll give him a little bit of defending for being outraged because his whole life will be destroyed. But that's not what he was out. mad about. And that, yeah, and that's fine up to a point. But when you yeah. rescue him over and over again, and you just keep beating him over the head and saying, "You've got to stop this!" Like at, at some point, you've got to realize he's just repeating it. Either leave him behind in the dust, or accept it and help him, so you don't go both down. Tell, tell me, tell me, you at least love the hallway fight. Tell me the hallway fight was fucking like you, you appreciate BBS warehouse scene. Like can you appreciate the hallway fight? Hallway fight because that was. It's still one of the best choreographed fights in uh in TV, I think. Honestly, like I don't remember the hallway fight. Oh, uh, <laughs> so, so will... you didn't bash King though. So. Look, Chris, Chris can't even talk over there. He's so fiery. He's just speechless. Mm-hmm. Oh, he can't I mean, say this words. is just this is amazing. <laughs> oh, Chris is taking notes. This would be like Can you this, this would be. This would be like Where's me finding. This would be like me finding someone who loves the third Ninja Turtles movie. Honestly, this right. is how flabbergasted I am. I'm like, well, what? so and the no, continue. Movie, I want to know the the Daredevil movie. I thought while the script struggled, mm-hmm. Ben Affleck did a really good job with what he had, and I related Agreed. more to Ben Affleck's but, Matt Murdock. Okay. Here's the thing. Are you evaluating? I want to. I want to be curious. Are you evaluating this on the theatrical cut or the director's cut? Yeah, I was gonna. Theatrical. Okay. 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 What's the difference? Uh, Yeah, I was gonna ask. I've never seen the director. I I I think my equation of the director's cut. It doesn't necessarily be a film that I'm going after you because you killed my girlfriend. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's a whole random B plot that's interesting, but it the theatrical, in my opinion, just looks after. I'm going after you kill my girlfriend. The the director just doesn't seem like that. Okay. So yeah. there's a significant difference. There's a difference. I'm not going to call it significant. I'm just saying it just it it. That's just my opinion. Okay. It, my biggest issue, and it goes back to to items like. Captain America Civil War and Avengers 2 where they're defined as single character movies or team movies but yet they focus more on an individual character or they focus more on a team. This one seemed to really focus in on Matt Murdock, Foggy Nelson and Karen Page and then Elektra like and it never seemed to come together. Season What'd 3 What you think about Punisher? I didn't actually two, watch Punisher. No, no, no. The Punisher part of season two of Daredevil. What do you think? Of, like, what do you think of him and that and that dynamic with Matt? 
or with Daredevil? I felt like there was a lot left on the table. Um, now, I can't think of the Punisher's name I'm at the moment, rich. but I, <laughs> I, I really like him, and he was a good part of season two. Yeah, he was. His bits were the best. Yes. yes. But when the you're struggling... The, yeah, oh, good shit. When your main character isn't developed enough, what? and you're trying... Lord. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, go, ahead, go ahead. I'm talking to myself, basically. <laughs> when your main character isn't developed enough and you're trying to use a villain to psychologically entice him, it, mm-hmm. it doesn't really work. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know, all, all valid points. And, you know, like Chris was saying, everybody's entitled to their opinion. It is weird, though. I've, I don't think I've ever met anybody that didn't like, uh, you know, Season one, two, Daryl two, but I mean, you make good points, and they're all they're yeah. all, you know, if it's something you they're didn't all like. wrong, but they're good. I mean, <laughs> <we> get, <laughs> you know what's funny for me is like when I saw Charlie Cox playing Daredevil, I had to check and see, like I'd never seen him before. I, I don't remember ever seeing him before. I had to check and see if he was really blind. Yeah, because he played. I thought he played a blind guy so well. I know that that sounds so mean. Um, <laughs> I don't mean it mean like he he. I don't even he, know where he, you go with that. <laughs> I, I just got I just got to throw one thing out there. I don't use this site for anything. I think it's complete utter nonsense. But season rap, season one of Daredevil has a ninety nine percent tomato meter and a ninety five percent audience score. Just for some just for some little right. uh, cl- clarity. For some perspective, you know, this you know is, this is how outrageous this is to me. <laughs> this is making me want to well, reread or rewatch all three seasons of Daredevil. Honestly, is what this makes me want to do. So, season now. three of Daredevil won it over for better adaptation. Jennifer yes. Gardner still still the better Electra, but Bullseye Bullseye is terrifying. Like I really loved him as a villain in season three. Um. And while it had too much focus on the side characters, um, mm-hmm. I, I learned a lot more about Karen Page and how her journey almost kind of mirrors Matt Murdock's and how they simply just chose different paths at same points. So when Karen picks one way, Matt mm-hmm. picks the opposite way. So that kind of won her over a little more in my favor um, uh, I was looking at my second article. Uh, I am blown away here. Yeah, you want to talk about a squirrel we chase? My goodness, wow! It it just went back to basics for me, so I really appreciate that. So there you go. Hey, hot, bravo, hot bravo, take Katie. Of the day. Good job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, everybody, check out Katie's writing, man. She she's got some good stuff. Like you know, like we I, I thought she was crazy for what she was saying. I mean, I still kind of think she's a little crazy, but she makes some very good points. So I mean, I you know, it's okay to be crazy if you make good t- points. I was gonna bring in some dumb hero team up questions and like villain subversive. <laughs> no, nope, throw those out. All our world. I feel like I need a cigarette now. I mean, like, what is happening? <laughs> that <laughs> right there, Katie rocked their world. I need a cigarette. I'm Katie right. had the biggest <laughs> mic drop of the night. Whew. Yes, she did. Damn. <laughs> Boom! Roasted garbage. You know, I was gonna, I was gonna, I was gonna try and bat out a little early, but I'm, I'm kind of glad I didn't. I'm, <laughs> Uh, I'm immediately. I'm immediately after I've done done this. I'm 
pouring up a bowl of popcorn. In season one, episode one. <laughs> you got it, Nathan. You yeah. got it. I thought he was going to pull up a bowl of popcorn and play some uh, Contra, but, you know, that works too. Wait, no, I beat, no. That, I beat that earlier this week. That's a period. I think I'm going to no follow Chico. Travis's No Chico. Popcorn and Daredevil. In Canada, y'all pour bowls of popcorn. I was gonna say I was gonna say chips, Greg. Like <laughs> that's a good just, point. You said, you said just, y'all. <laughs> just cut me some slack. <laughs> no, you're I good. Popcorn in a bowl. I, I pour popcorn too. in a bowl. I've just never heard it say poured before. I don't think. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I, I say pour popcorn. Will you say dump? Dump, I'm dump that popcorn. And <laughs> I just go get a bowl of popcorn. <laughs> you know, I, get, I get a bowl yeah. of popcorn. <laughs> Pass me that gunny sack. Well, look, look your face. I'm dealing with redneck thought over here, man. I don't. So. I don't eat. I don't eat out of the bag. So, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. well, you heard oh. us out. I think we should write that one down. I don't uh, eat out of the bag. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that's a good one. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, All right, cool. Well, uh, y'all got anything? Let's just keep up? going, guys. I mean, shit. Let's just, Katie. What other, what other hot takes you got? Just throw them out. There. I'm, ready to be, I'm ready to be blown away again. I, um. <laughs> Oh, oh shit! She's been gone for so long. She's got to talk for the next forty-five minutes. She's got to make up. <laughs> right. We're just gonna react. Well, Kate, Katie, we were worried about you while you were gone. So yeah. I kind of wish now you were you were like trapped shit. in the cruise and could only watch Daredevil season one and two. Just firecrackers, <laughs> just coming in, coming in hot, coming in hot. Oh man, that's awesome. Oh, oh. God. So. Um, how much Baby Yoda do we think is going to be in season two of Mandalorian? Like, and and, and uh, okay, let's say season two is a uh, quest, you know, the hunt for either the Yoda species or to find Ahsoka so that she can train, you know, a little Baby Yoda. Then uh, they go off to do their own thing. The season three, you know, season three of the Mandalorian, there's no Baby Yoda. You think that's going to? I mean, I know we haven't even seen where they take it in season two yet, but you think that's going to be like a linchpin, or do you think people are going to be sick of Baby Yoda by the time season two is done and be like, all right, so let's let's get him gone, let's go with these people? Well, what if they do it like Groot and they do like Teenage Yoda in the second one? You know, he's got an attitude. He's got an attitude, and he's playing video games and he talks back. I mean, I guess he could. Yeah, sorry, good. They're dumb. They're dumb by the same company. (laughs) That's true. Ahsoka's episode is supposed to be like a backdoor pilot. Um, yeah, that's what I heard as well. Oh, that'd be so awesome. Which I'm still First thinking. First of all, backdoor. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> I'm still thinking the Cassie and Andor show is going to turn into a fulcrum show. And they're going to do it, one on Cassian, one on Ahsoka. Like, just kind of go with it. So. I I would be I'd be fine with that. Like, let's do it. Let's do. Let's let's have her be. Like, let's have her be the central character in the Cassian series, and just change the name of it, and it'll be you know, Cassian and Friends or whatever, and it'd be basically Ahsoka. Yeah. I. I want to. I'm I'm just sitting here waiting for Obi Wan. Yeah, me too. Just whatever kind of you're gonna throw out there, you give it to me, but. Don't you dare cancel my Obi Wan, please. Yeah. Can we it. get some more R two in uh, Clone Wars, please? Because I haven't seen a droid in a mother effing minute, and I'm I'm needing I'm needing some I need a fix because R two is a B A in the Clone Wars, and I just don't, think we need a little more of him in our life. Don't hold your breath. <sighs> Sorry, buddy. I know. 
I'm always breaking bad news to you. God damn. Canadians are always sorry. Exactly. Crushing, crushing your dreams. <laughs> I know. I know. What happened to Greg? He fall asleep? He went. He, he said he'd be right back. Oh, okay. Well. He said, "Be uh, Chris, be right back, y'all." Y'all. <laughs> Everything is, you know. Well, he did say you, it. You, mm-hmm. you all. You all. <laughs> you all. So, okay. So I messaged this in the group chat. Okay, okay. But I had no idea that the number in a movie theater indicated the number of individual theaters. I looked at that. I was like, what? (laughs) Simpler times. Greg said that and I was like, wait, what? (laughs) I just got back. What did I say? Uh, we're talking about Katie's got blonde roots, and uh, we're just going with that. Hey, I am a natural blonde. Mm, well, that says a lot. It says a lot. Hey, I want you to know, Katie, I've been looking in Goodwill every day that I go in there uh, for uh, a VHS copy of The Hook. Of Hook and oh, and I'm gonna that's send what it every girl wants. I'm going to send it to you. <laughs> 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 I'm going to send it to you. And um and a VCR as well because I can get a VCR for like seventy five cents at a pawn shop. Uh, probably pay more. Why? For VHS I, I've got VCR. the DVD of Hook. Why? Why on the earth do you need to get a VHS copy of Hook? Because I want to make yeah. her watch a VHS copy of Hook. I want to have to make the hold the rewind button down when she wants to rewind it. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? Have... I'm gonna not rewind it when I send it to you. So you have to rewind it. When you get it. Greg, nobody, nobody owns VHS. I, I don't think I have the ability to connect a VHS to my TV. Uh, there's converters. You can find that. Oh, shit. So I would end up paying more for the converter, the VCR, and the and the, <laughs> and the actual uh, VHS, or, uh, v, uh, VHS itself. Yeah. Uh, Nathan, just send her the, the DVD cup. Come on. Sure. That's sure. Got to watch it. We're going to do it one time. But um, Any more squirrels, y'all? Anything else you want to talk about? Kind of no. so news, news is short this week, man. COVID nineteen, everything's shut down. Uh, my city just went on lockdown as of five at four hours our ago. Our state, our state went state, shut down, man. Lockdown <laughs> four hours ago. So uh, you guys, are I still got to be, wor- I still got to be working. Shut shit down so. for a week. Okay. Well, welcome to the group. We're, mm-hmm. we're on two. We, we're at, we're almost done week two now. Oh, fuck Canadians and your overachieving asses. <laughs> I would say I would have said more cautious. I would have said more cautious, but I mean, right. you you all make sure that you get in that church for Easter Sunday. That's right. That's right. Damn it, because the Lord shall protect us. Yeah. <laughs> the Lord. Anyway. Um. Okay. Cool. Well, if y'all got nothing else, man, I've got to be at work in five hours. So. Um, if your mail. Yeah. Definitely not going. Definitely not going to complain. But time zone, if Greg has to go to work in five hours. <laughs> yeah. um, that was that was like I did a podcast with DC on screen, and there was somebody from the Netherlands that was like operating at like four a.m. So oh, I couldn't Jesus. couldn't do my usual complain about the time zone. I was totally thrown <laughs> off. Yeah. <It> was... <laughs> he said something about the time I... zone. He was like, "Hold my beer." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, "This sucks." I'm painting my bathroom and my kitchen tomorrow, so. Nice. Oh, make, make good use fabulous. Hates oh. it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I've done that professionally for too long. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
I've painted my entire house. Those are the last two rooms I have left. So. Don't ever use. Don't ever use. Don't ever use stilts. Don't ever use stilts. <laughs> yeah, no, no. That that sounds horrible. They will fuck you I, back up. I put you stilts on roller so. skates and Travis mm-hmm. on top. Travis, you mean to paint with or just in general? Uh, to paint in with. In general. And, Why would and you ever use stilts to paint with? Uh, super high ceilings. Get an yeah. extended get an extended rolling brush. No, you gotta you gotta be quality, Greg. Quality. Right. Yeah, you gotta the, be able the, to get in the, the more you, the, the more you extend, the less quality you got with the roller. Mm. Ugh, I can't believe it. I just trolling up thing. I'm thank goodness I'm doing accounting. I hate that crap. <laughs> I'm gonna send you my taxes next year, there, buddy. Just to, I got, uh, I got to th- let you know. <laughs> you gotta wait. Th- you, gotta, you gotta wait three years before that's gonna work. There, big cat. Shh. We'll keep it on the low. Shh. Nobody knows. Nobody hears it. Oh, you may get out. Let's get out of here, man. <laughs> right. Gotta be up and go to work. Um, Nathan, where can they find yes, you, bud? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at wobblyboots85. Just kicking around. Feel free to get a hold of me. Talk whatever kind of shit you'd like. I'm I'm always around. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mostly, I'm, you know, most of these days, I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of down, and I'm in solidarity with New York. You know, since they declared their war, their most recent war, and I just want to say I'm with you guys. You know, I'm with you. Yeah. All right. You can also find Nathan at the Super Civil Servants Podcast. He uh, he runs that uh, handle a little bit too. So sometimes talk to him on it. You know. Sure. Give the give that handle some love, some activity, because it does. Because we need to uh, get more active with that. So, uh, Chris, we're gonna find you, bud. You can find me on Twitter at Chris Balga. Uh, my show is World's Finest True Believers. You can follow that at Finest Believers. And uh, this week dropped our newest episode uh, with our good buddy Brent, looking at Invincibles issues one through thirteen. It was a good. I thought I think it's a good show, but I'm biased. It's my show. <laughs> Um, want to give a quick, quick shout out to uh, my friend uh, Ryan Lauer. He just launched his his podcast, The Batman Book Club. Newest yes. episode dropped the uh, today. Uh, looking at Long Halloween or the other day, but give it a shout. He's been on my show. He is now going to be on my show twice. Eventually, the second episode will drop next month. But, but yeah. Also, support your local comic book stores, guys. You know, there you won't be getting new issues for a while, but a lot of them are still open shipping. Support your local comic book stores. It's gonna 100%. be it's gonna be tough for a little bit. That hey. war was on rim jobs, by the way, guys. Just to let you know. You know, you know <laughs> oh, <New God>. <laughs> <laughs> he just wanted to say that. That's all he wanted. He would, to say. Yeah. <laughs> he, he was like, "Damn it, I didn't say that before." <laughs> no, I knew I didn't. Say <laughs> I was saving it for I'm, you guys. I'm trying, he has I'm a trying list to, of words. I'm yeah. trying to get some support out there, and he just wanted to say that word. <laughs> well, hey, Chris, has anybody been your show three times yet? Uh no, I've no. Okay. You gotta yeah. schedule something then, man. I gotta be the first to be on three times. You know, we gotta schedule <laughs> something. You, I gotta, do you get a three timer certificate or a three timers jacket? Do you get a jacket? I get a frequent. You gotta return it. Mastercard. Yeah. You know. There's uh, a punch. There's a punch card when Chris yes. sends it to you, and if you get if you get eight appearances, you get a free comic. Nice. <laughs> nice. Or that's what he told me anyway. Uh. <laughs> sure, we'll go with yes on that. I don't know. <laughs> we like put this, see on the theme on this show. We're just gonna put whatever we want. <laughs> Should have said, yeah, just out there. Why not, Chris? I want to read the Harry Potter story arc next time I come here. Yes, right. that's fine. 
You I want to, I want to read his fan fiction where he strangles Harry with his bare hands and takes his <laughs> wand and stuff. I mean, it's, it's out there. We know. We know, Chris. Uh, uh, Travis, where they find you, man? Travis, where they find you, man? You can find me on Twitter at Travis underscore 156. Drop me a line and we can chat about pretty much anything. Uh, my podcast is Superhero Discussions. It's been on quite a hiatus lately, but mm-hmm. it's coming back strong. I'm trying to convince uh, my girlfriend mm-hmm. to come on and talk about the first two seasons of Arrow. It's, yeah. a, it's, a, it's a tough, tough go of convincing right now. Uh, but I think we're going to bargain it by me rewatching the entire Harry Potter series with her. Uh, fair, that fair deal. Like it's a win-win for you. Uh, I, don't uh, I don't see the compromise. I'm, there it sounds like win-win. I'm going to. I'm more in Chris's camp of meh. Eh, oh, it's, it's okay. Harry uh, Potter, you know? haters fan club. I'm not hater. It's just you know. It's just okay. go with it. Now you sound like Let's go with it. Worth the Harry Potter. Oh. Look, you either love Harry Potter or you hate it. All right. right. There's no in between. But yeah. Boys, I, I, I'm at seven percent. Six percent. All right. Cool. Well, let me get it. Let me uh, let me plug this last thing you get out here. Uh, you can find me at the Bad Daddy Fifty Two. Oh, you gotta let Katie. What about Katie? Oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> Shit. Okay, you go on. Katie, you're six percent. Tell us where you find you. You can find me on Twitter at kgullstrap13, and you can find all my writing at slicerscribbles.com. I also write for fullcirclecinema.com. You can see a lot of my Clone Wars stuff going up on there. I have a lot more Star Wars stuff coming up in about the next month or two, so stay tuned. Don't forget to, don't forget to put your Daredevil hot take out there on your Twitter pin or something so people can, so they can read it. <laughs> Okay, okay. I'll do that on Monday. Um, I will pin both articles to the top of my Twitter feed. Just for you guys. They'll stay there for a week. Now you can find me at the Bat Daddy 52 on Twitter. You can also check me out at the at uh, oh, that's what I'm on right now at uh, C3 Panthers Podcast. <laughs> Three Panthers podcast on Tuesday nights live on YouTube 9 p.m. or you can check out the podcast on any platform you listen to. Um, y'all give the show a like uh, wherever you're at. Help rating, thump, thumbs up, ratings, review. You know, help us out. We're going live. Episode 50, Man of Steel review, celebration of episode 50. Uh, it's mm-hmm. second best movie ever made, so we're gonna cover that one. And then we'll do the first and you'll best. Be filled with hot takes on that one for me. Mm-hmm. Katie's yeah. not invited. Oh, wait, I mean, I didn't say it out loud, did I? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> he already invited me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No take-backs. No take-backs. Right. Take-backs. That's all right. But, all right, y'all, let's get out of here. Uh, thank you once again. Great show, guys. Uh, everybody, keep listening. We'll keep podcasting. See y'all next week. Oh, next week is Lord oh, of the Rings. Shit. Fellowship of the Rings. Yes. Check so, us yes, out. Yes, please. Yep. Bye, uh... uh <laughs> see you guys. Later, guys.